This is IGN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is IGN. Avatar The Way of Water Review Avatar The Way of Water hits theaters on December 16, 2022. The following is a spoiler-free review. I think it was right about when a Pandoran male lamented, in papyrus subtitled dialogue, that its past was too painful to recount that I realized I had totally bought into Avatar The Way of Water. The success of 2009's Avatar heavily influenced the direction of digital filmmaking and distribution, and though the world has changed a lot in the 13 years leading up to this sequel, some things never do. Like how when James Cameron decides to make a sequel, he expands and embellishes the preceding story in surprising, engaging ways. Avatar The Way of Water isn't afraid to be weird as hell, as it doubles down on the naked sentimentality of the first movie, refocuses the plot on more interesting characters, and yes, it has to be said, sets the high watermark for visual effects in film all over again. The Way of Water bridges the long gap between movies with a dense prologue that explains what happened after the resource-hungry humans of the RDA retreated from Pandora. Defecting Avatar pilot and now full-time Na'vi Jake Sully, Sam Worthington, and Neytiri, Zoe Saldana, start a family as the new leaders of the Omatakaya tribe. That family grows to include three biological and two adopted children, and it's the driving force behind Jake and Neytiri's decision to exile themselves after the RDA return to resume their plundering, led by practically non-existent General Ardmore, Edie Falco. These early scenes deliver a lot of exposition and breeze over important details about the status quo and the nature of certain relationships. At a bladder-busting 190 minutes, The Way of Water almost always finds the time to circle back to reinforce the most crucial plot elements. But it does mean that there will be times where you'll be searching for a character's name or their place in the social hierarchy. Cameron's betting that you'll be too bowled over by what a decade of technological advancement has done for realizing Pandora on screen, and the results speak for themselves. Though we spend some brief time in the forests of the first film, the vast majority of The Way of Water takes place in the territory of the seafaring Metkayuna tribe, and the vibrant underwater ecosystem is an even more dreamlike palette for Cameron to work with. Bioluminescent rainbows from the flora in the depths refract through the moving surface like the aurora. Sunsets on the wide horizon bounce off the waves and cast the shores in a purple hue. The thoughtfully designed marine life all reinforce the sense that Pandora is a living, breathing world, even more effectively than Avatar did. But when the time comes to blow up all that tranquility in favor of blockbuster action, it should come as little surprise that Cameron delivers the goods. Even the most chaotic action sequences are readable, thrillingly paced, and above all, impossible to take your eye away from. An early raid on an RDA cargo shipment features a train derailment that I smiled the whole way through, taken aback by how visceral the destruction felt. 
Cameron's environmentalist interests remain the backbone of the larger Avatar plot, and his heavy employment of familiar character archetypes and story devices feels like a clear message that the Na'vi good guys and military baddies are more important as a collective than individually. And if we're talking archetypal characters, we have to talk about Cameron's decision to quite literally revive Stephen Lang's Miles Quaritch as the Way of Water's primary villain. Quaritch's hyper-macho drill sergeant persona felt dated in 2009, little more than a vessel for all the worst aspects of Avatar's themes of colonialism, but Lang's scene-chewing enthusiasm always kept the character interesting. Quaritch gets his second chance at revenge thanks to a Na'vi body of his own, and his newfound physical prowess gives him even more swagger than he already had. His personal vendetta doesn't get fleshed out with long monologues about the nature of life or the expectations of a military man. It's made manifest in the simple fact that, even given a new lease on life, he's still gunning for Sully's. Lang manages to showboat without feeling like a showboat, with all the subtlety of Quaritch holding his own human skull aloft in grand Hamlet fashion though there are some new wrinkles to the character that suggest a little more depth than The Way of Water has time for. Yes, even at three-plus hours long. The Way of Water is in no rush to expand the franchise's universe, and after a decade-plus of seeing the pros and cons of interconnected storytelling, that serves the experience well. Thanks in no small part to a shift in focus to the next generation, The Way of Water has far more room for levity than its self-serious forerunner. Jake and Neytiri's kids bicker and tease. They get into scraps with their new tribe mates, but above all, they stick together. Cameron invests a lot into middle kids Loak and Kiri as the new representatives of the Na'vi's warrior and spiritual leanings, with each struggling to understand their place. Spider, the Sully's adopted human child, doesn't get quite as much time with his siblings because of how the story progresses but his mix of feral energy and wise-cracking attitude help him stand out. The eldest and youngest Sully children have little to do and get lost in the shuffle, apart from when someone needs to be endangered to keep the plot moving. With the Sully kids taking center stage, Jake and Neytiri's role in the story is proportionally diminished, and that's okay. Jake is no more interesting a character than he was last time around but he does have utility here as a tough father figure for his kids to struggle to live up to. Zoe Saldana's Neytiri feels like the legacy character with the least to do, mostly advocating for her kids to a distracted Jake. The leaders of the Metkayina tribe, played by Cliff Curtis and Kate Winslet, are cut from a very similar cloth to Jake and Neytiri, and often end up feeling redundant as a result. Though the vast majority of the Way of Water's technical gambits pay off, missteps in that arena are more glaring. Specifically, Cameron overplays his hand in how he brings one of Jake and Neytiri's children to life. Kiri, the eldest Sully daughter, is voiced and played in performance capture by Sigourney Weaver, and her connection to the late Dr. Grace Augustine, also Weaver, is an important story point. But the choice to have Weaver herself play this younger incarnation frequently distracts. It's less to do with the idea of an adult playing a child via mocap and more the fact that, well, it's Sigourney Weaver. Of course, Weaver's game for the attempt, but pitching her voice up and shrinking her Navi body down isn't quite enough to bridge the uncanny valley of hearing an icon. An icon in Cameron's own filmography, no less, being transposed into an adolescent. The verdict. 
Avatar The Way of Water is a thoughtful, sumptuous return to Pandora, one which fleshes out both the mythology established in the first film and the Sully family's place therein. It may not be the best sequel James Cameron has ever made, which is a very high bar, but it's easily the clearest improvement on the film that preceded it. The oceans of Pandora see lightning striking in the same place twice, expanding the visual language the franchise has to work with in beautiful fashion. The simple story may leave you crying cliché, but as a vehicle for transporting you to another world, it's good enough to do the job. This is nothing short of a good old-fashioned Cameron blockbuster, full of filmmaking spectacle and heart, and an easy recommendation for anyone looking to escape to another world for a three-hour adventure. Spoken Layer Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.